Yo, what's up, everybody? And thank you for tuning in to another Tyler Perry Sisters Review. This is season three, episode 20, entitled We Got Time. Truth be told, no, we don't. We don't have time. Mr. Perry, we don't have any more time for you to continue to play in our faces like you've been doing this entire third season. We just don't have time anymore. And you know, y'all, watching sisters makes me question my own mental and emotional state because I despise the way that he depicts these women, yet I continue to watch this foolery. I just, you know, I'm I'm inv- I'm too invested. I just can't stop watching, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because all of us, all of us are attending Tyler Perry sisters anonymous group meetings. Okay. This is what this is. I, we can't stop. It don't make no damn sense. Some of this stuff is just whole out of order and it just is what it is. So I'm going to just let y'all know, excuse me. If this is your first time coming to my channel, welcome. If you are a returning family member, you already know what it is and what it will always be. This is not going to be a normal review. Um, I'm not going to go in chronological order. I didn't really care about some of these things. So what I don't care about, I'm going to deal with it first. I'm just going to start with the whole Maurice and Quincy thing. And then I'm jumping right into the other drama. So um, Maurice, Quincy, and Sabrina. This, I think that Q is the most unnecessary character that I have witnessed on Sisters. There is no need for him. His presence on this show has not made any type of impact whatsoever. It just doesn't make any damn sense. The whole thing with Maurice going to meet up with Quincy. Why well, I keep calling this man Quincy? I don't even know his damn name. Q. <laughs> Quentin, I don't know. I don't know. I told y'all it's making me question my emotional and mental state. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what the, I don't know what the dude name is. Q. I don't understand the reason that Maurice would even consider meeting this man to turn himself in. It makes no sense. This man literally, literally had Maurice held at gunpoint, had Sabrina held at gunpoint. And I don't know about y'all, but there is no way in hell I could be in close, close proximity with someone who I felt at one point would end my life, would take my life. It just doesn't make sense. Like I, sometimes I just, a lot of the times, I do not understand Tyler Perry's um, way of thinking. It, it's just, it's baffling to me. So, like I said, that whole thing just didn't make not a bit of sense to me. Maurice is just stupid. Maurice is just dumb as hell. And then Sabrina made sense. She was like, you know, Calvin is going to go visit his father. Your house is empty. Like, do you not think he set this up to possibly rob you? And I'm just like, hmm. What about that, um, Maurice? You ain't think about that. So lo and behold, he goes to his house, and there is Q sitting on his sofa. And I said, "What the hell? Why are you being so nice to this dude?" But anyway, I don't care. That's what happened between them. Now let's get to this first scene of this episode. You know, <laughs> anytime I start with, you know, you know, I'm about to go in, but um, I have no more f's to give. I have no more F's to give to give concerning this situation. So Karen walks in the break room like she was big shit. And Karen, Karen was completely out of line. Let me just go out with that first. K- 
Karen was completely out of line and it was disrespectful to come to Andy's place of employment and cause a scene like that. And Karen was acting as if because I'm in the break room, it's okay for me to come in here and act a jackass. That's the impression that I got from her entire, um, or her, her whole mood, her whole attitude. Now, I can't agree that when Karen walked in, she heard the butt end of the conversation between Fatima and Andy. And because of where this girl is emotionally and mentally, Karen went from, it just didn't make sense to me. At this point, her anger, her frustration should have been geared towards Andy and not Fatima. And I've stated before, Fatima has handled herself very well throughout this entire ordeal with Karen. So basically, you know what I'm saying? Fatima was like, well, I'll go and let y'all, you know, have, have y'all talk. And Karen was like, no, you can stay. Cause I, I want to talk to you. She was telling Andy, you know, you can go. And so Andy was like, Fatima, Fatima, can you please go to your office? And so Karen stood in a way I said, no, <sighs> listen, the whole time I was watching this scene, I said, if Fatima don't punch you in your throat, I will. I will. Let me tell y'all something. For me, and y'all do know that I'm a Karen fan, it has been, even if I wasn't, it has been so hard watching that character for the past 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 weeks of this show. Karen has touched every nerve. She has touched every single nerve because I'm like, nothing for the most part, 98% of the things that Karen has said within this entire third season in my opinion, has made no sense, especially as it pertains to her situation with Zach. I'm like, she's coming in there like Fatima is the other woman, and she's not the other woman. She is the only woman. She's the only woman. So this whole situation, I was like, Karen got some nerve. Now, Fatima basically was cool with the whole thing. Like, she let Karen talk her mess, and it wasn't until Karen called her a bitch and Fatima was like, look, I know you mad, but I ain't going to be too many more of them. So not only did Karen call her that, she called her a dumb bitch. And I had to keep rewinding to find out what the hell did Karen say after she called Fatima a dumb. Mm. And so she was like, basically what Karen said was, you a dumb B if you think that I ever believed anything you ever said to me. I said, shut up, Karen. <laughs> Damn it. Shut up. Fatima does not owe Karen any loyalty. She doesn't owe Karen anything. She is not Karen's friend. And even like she said, you know, I think you're a cool chick. And as far as it goes, Karen and Fatima are not even associates. They only know, they only are associated with each other because Andy, Andy is the variable between them two. That's, that's the only, that's the only reason why they even know of each other. And so even going back to season one, this is before Karen and Fatima had actually met each other. They had talked several times because Andy is so emotionally unstable. Every time she got into a situation at work, Fatima always called Karen to let her know, hey, I don't know what's wrong with Andy. She's crying. She locked herself in the bathroom. Like she a damn freshman in high school. But that's how the relationship was. So it was very hard for me just watching this scene, especially Karen going off on Fatima as if they have a beef. They don't have a beef. So, and I was like, first of all, neither one of y'all ain't going to do nothing. Y'all talking all this mess. Ain't none of y'all did Jack. 
nobody. I said, Fatima keep talking about how much she don't, she, I don't care about this job. I was like, do something then. <laughs> do something. But I'm like, we knew it wasn't going to come to that. But I still do just long for the day that Karen and Fatima can actually have a cordial conversation with each other. And I guess at this point, they really don't even need to communicate because there is just no reason why. There's no reason why at all. But I got to dig into Fatima and Andy right quick. So Karen is upset because Andy is telling Fatima that she should, you know, do her thing with that. Like, move on, you know, do it, be with him. And so Karen is like, you know, well, you never, well, before I get to that, because she was like, you never said that to me. Andy says, I don't talk to Fatima about Zach. Lies. All the lies, sis. All the lies. Now, <laughs> whether people want to admit it or not, Andy and Fatima have had numerous of conversations concerning Zach. Numerous. And, and let me get on Fatima, too, because Fatima played that little role like, Andy, I know that's your girl, and I don't want to put you in the middle. Yes, you do. Every time Fatima would say, Andy, I know, I know that's your girl, but I really want to talk to you about Zach. I don't want to get you involved. And I would be like, yes, you do. Because my thing is, if you did not want to put Andy in the middle, if you did not want Andy to be involved, then you would not come to Andy to talk to her about Zach. Now, for a brief moment in time, we were under the impression that Fatima didn't have any friends. And that's why she was so gung-ho on connecting or being around Andy and her friends. But all this time, Fatima has had this mystery friend that we don't know about, which I'm sure we will find out in the spinoff since it has been officially confirmed now. Now I can talk about it. So let me say this about this spinoff because I have gotten a lot of questions about this. Am I going to watch it? Am I going to review it? I will not review the show. I said I wasn't going to watch it, but I did promise one young lady, I don't know, I don't remember who she was, that I would watch the first episode. And my thing is this. This is my thing. If Zatima is the hit couple, if they are the main reason that people tune in for sisters, which is a lie, which is a lie, if they're all of that, why is the character Karen being used as a catalyst for them to cultivate their relationship and exalt their relationship? Because I'm going to just be honest, I don't even believe that Tyler knows how to write Zatima happy or as a full couple without the element of Karen. And that's what I really want to see because I'm like, if they all that, why do we need the interference from Karen when it comes to them? I'm like, that that part just doesn't make any sense. But I'm like, no heifers, y'all lying. Y'all do talk to each other about Zach, just period. So Fatima was like, you better get her. You better, you better get her. I'm sparing your ass. I'm, you don't know who the F I am. I said, well, sis, who are you then? Who are you? I'm going to tell you straight up, I am a very calm, cool and collected individual. Um, I try my best to stay away from drama. I do not. I don't surround myself with people who are full of drama. Those days are long gone. So even though I'm chill, a lot of people take that for weakness. And some people have to find out the hard way. I go from zero to one hundred in point three seconds. It is not a game. So I don't even involve myself in craziness like that. It is what it is. So I'm like, if that's your demeanor, you try your best to stay away from drama. And I do believe that Fatima definitely does try her best to stay out of uh, drama-filled situations. But it's like, at the same time, you ha- everybody has a cap. And I believe Fatima had reached her cap. 
with Karen's ass. Sometimes there come a point in your life where you got to let people know that you are not the one nor the two and you are not the one to be played with. So for me, I feel like, Fatima, if you wanted to do something to Karen, you had every right because she's in your place of employment. She came to you starting some mess, and I'm not that person. You got about two times to yell at me, call me out my name. I'm going to try to walk away, but I'm going to tell you straight up, it's probably going to go down. And that's how I feel Fatima is. I just thought I just thought that Karen's entire approach was just so immature and disrespectful. So when Fatima actually leaves, you know, because Andy was like, Karen, don't do this at my job. Like, don't do this. And so when Fatima actually... <laughs> When Fatima actually leaves, you know, Karen tells her, like, I don't even know who you are ever since you've been hanging with her. I said, what the hell? We in high school? I don't know who you are anymore since you've been hanging with her. You telling her to be with Zach and you won't tell me that? I said, Karen has lost her rabbit ass mind. Literally, you're mad at Andy because she's not encouraging you to be with Zach. That's probably the one Best thing that she's done as a friend. Andy knows the ins and outs of that relationship. Why would you want her to encourage you to be with Zach? As my friend, you should know that I still love him. I said, Karen, 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 ain't nobody no damn mind reader. Andy is not a mind reader. And it, it was, like I said, though, this, this entire thing for me has been so poorly written it's hard to give a damn for me anymore. It's hard to give a damn because it's like you love him. You don't want him to love you. It's just, it's stupid. It, it literally makes no sense at all, at all. So she's basically like, they're in love, friend. They're in love. They're together. Now you tell me, now you tell me. I said, stop it, Karen, because Zach told you. And so even like I was saying, I think the last video I posted when I was talking to people, people who had inboxed me about, you know, Andy not really being a friend because she didn't tell Karen what was going on. And my whole thing is I don't ever think this was about Karen getting confirmation. Karen is wilding out because she doesn't know how to accept this separation. And I don't I think I put it in, in one of my Patreon videos, but I was talking about Karen has formed and fashioned her life. For Zach to be in game. And when you realize that that is not how it's going to be. And I do have some type of compassion toward that being a woman. Just being a person in general. When you love somebody and their relationship has come to an end. And there is no way that it can be severed. That is a very hard thing. That is a very hard thing. A to accept. B to accept that as truth. And three to heal and move on. And I, and I understand that. But the way that Tyler has written this this character, it's like Karen is batshit crazy. I know I still do not understand the fact of I want you to tell me you don't love me. Tell me that it's over. But you walk around telling people that you still love Zach. The whole shit is confusion. It's really confusion. But anyway, so Karen leaves. She tells Andy that it's over. They through like they ain't friends no more. Karen gave me a headache. <laughs> Karen gave me a damn headache with all her, you know what I'm saying, stuff that's going on. Anyway, we're going to come back to them. So let's go to, um, like I said, this is not a chronological order. I can't even tell you how this stuff went, okay? 
um, Calvin, Danny, and Sabrina. So Calvin is at the airport. He's going to go visit his father who moved after the after his husband passed away. So he wants to know basically why Danny has a problem with him. Like what is it about him that she doesn't like? And so she basically tells someone, I don't think you're living in your truth. You know, Calvin, the, this day and time, people are just free to be themselves. And he was like, I am. You know, what is it about me that you don't think that I could be straight because I'm... And, and this is the thing, too, with Tyler that pisses me off. Because Calvin is a nicely groomed man, I'm like, don't be acting like men just around here looking trashy and stank and, you know, just unkept. The men in my circle, they are very well kept. They don't wear women's perfume like Calvin, okay? I don't know nothing about their sex. Like, I don't, I don't want to get into that because I don't want to know. But it's like he's saying because Calvin is groomed, because Calvin is actually respectful towards women. I said, time out, but that's questionable. Your respect level towards women is very questionable. That's one of the reasons why I don't like Calvin, because I think Calvin is a hypocrite. He says these things and he does these things, but he falls on the fact that I'm a nice guy. It almost reminds me of Insecure. I can't think of it. What's her name? Tasha? I don't remember. But when she told um, Lawrence that he's like one of the worst type of guys because he thinks that he's a good guy, but he's actually an F boy. And that's how I feel about Calvin. That's really how I feel about Calvin. And so he was like, you know, this is just me. I love your friend with all my heart. And you know, I want to commit to her with all my heart. And, you know, Danny was like, well, I, I know her. And he was like, well, I think I know her too. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't know um, Sabrina. And the one thing that I hated about this scene, and it seemed to be the, one of the overall themes of this entire episode, is people blaming other people for their decision making. And so when he was like, you know, because uh, Danny was like, well, she brings information to us. And he was like, no, it's you. It's just you. Like, can you, do you just listen? Can you just give her the opportunity to tell you like how she feels about me? And my thing is this, y'all know me and Danny have a love hate relationship. Sometimes I like Danny. Sometimes I don't, but I have more so been, I don't like how she treats Preston, but overall I've been really, really riding for Danny. And it makes me feel like don't put the blame on your friend for saying certain things because I'm going to add this other scene in too, because Sabrina was like, after Danny and Calvin came to like a mutual understanding because she told him, I don't think you're a bad guy. I just don't want 10 years down the line. You wake up and decide you want to be with a man and you leave my friend with three children. I can understand that, but these women are too involved in each other's love life. I don't get it. I really don't get it. But anyway, so so when uh, Danny was talking to Sabrina on the phone, Sabrina was like, yeah, you know, some of the things you do say makes me look at him sideways. I said, okay, pause, pause. Okay, let's say that's the truth. You look at him sideways. When Danny told Sabrina about overhearing that Calvin was using meth, because Sabrina and Calvin was in the midst of having sex. When she said that, Sabrina didn't want to have sex no more. I said, now, as a grown-ass woman, what stopped you from saying, hey, Calvin, I know this might sound weird to you, but I was just informed that someone believes they saw you at the club tonight doing meth in the bathroom. Is that, is that true? And then y'all go from there, but don't blame your actions or lack thereof on Danny because it's not her fault. I didn't like that. Like that really pissed me off. Cause I'm like Sabrina's failure to make a definitive uh, decision 
about her relationship with Calvin, that has nothing to do with Danny. That is all Sabrina. You secretly had this man drug tested. That was you, not Danny. You quit Calvin. That was you, not Danny. You was mad at him. When y'all had the girls night out, he came over and spoke. Sabrina ain't opened up her mouth. Then you allowed your girls to disrespect this man when he came to your apartment. That was you, not Danny. So I'm like, this this time, this episode, I'm riding with my dog, Danny. Sabrina, get your shit together, sis, because don't put that on her. So Andy and Robin. Oh, God, I really wish Robin did it for me. It would make this more believable, but I just can't take it. I just can't take him like, oh, yeah, did you did you like it? Did you enjoy it? But anyway, so we find out that this was Andy's first time having a threesome. She's never done it before. She did enjoy it, but she doesn't believe it's something that she wants to do on a consistent basis. And so based on Robin's response to her, this is definitely something that Robin does consistently. He consistently have threesomes because he did not... To me, it did not appear that he was happy that Andy does not want to do this ever again. And so I'm just like, and this, and you know what? I was looking at this scene. I said, you know what? This is so real life here because you ever had such an anticipation and such a sexual like urge and, and, and excitement to, you know, get it in with somebody and then when you do, even though you and you enjoyed it and you had the time of your life, when you see them again, it's just like, mm, you're not as cute as I thought you was. <laughs> it's like all that stuff that was in your head before the sexual encounter took place, you don't feel that way anymore. And I was like, damn, because you can even watching that scene, you can tell that that energy, that sexual energy that they once had, it's not there anymore. It was completely stale, that conversation. And I was like, yep. Yep, I've been there. Yep, this is how it goes. <sighs> Tally got that one, right? That, that was real. That was really real. And that's really how that scene went. You know, Robin was saying that he was leaving that night and that, you know, he would call. No, he was, I'm going to call you. No, you call me. And I'm just like, yep, that's how I go. Nine times out of ten, they ain't having sex again. That That's really how that goes. So when... Robin leaves, Fatima comes in the office, and she's like, you know, Gary is here. So Andy goes out. <clears throat> I hate them. <laughs> I can't stand. When I tell y'all I can't stand Gary and Andy, so, okay, off rip, I'm in confusion. I'm in a sea of confusion. So when Andy goes to talk to him, basically he's trying to tell her that, you know, um, who you heard I forgot Jenna. I think he said the name Jenna. And Andy was like, the old lady at the spa. I said, time out, time out. That voice we heard, that was not that of an old lady. That was somebody Andy's age. I said, so who, who y'all fooling? Tyler, you couldn't find an old person to do that voice? Because that did not come from an old woman. But anyway, that was Jenna from the spa. You know, I I, I sent her some flowers, Um, but, but I'm not having an affair. It's, it's not what you think. Andy was like, I don't care. I don't care. He was like, yes, you do. No, what you don't know about me, Gary, is when I come to my end, I come to my end. I said, well, damn it, sis, when the, when the nigga choked you out that wasn't your end, he almost ended you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. Like, what the hell does Gary have to do for you to come to your end, sis? I need to know. I really need to know. 
<sighs> so he was like, you know, she was like, um, well, what about tonight? I'll be, she said, no, I have plans tonight. Well, I'll be waiting on you when you come home. No, what you can do is have yourself out of my house when I get home tonight. I said, oh, Andy's trying to have a little backbone, but don't be excited. We're not going to be excited because we've seen this before. We've seen this several times with Danny, excuse me, with Andy and um Gary. And he doesn't go anywhere. He just does not die. He's like a roach. He don't die. He's just still there. So basically... He was like, now, it, it, if I leave, you're not get you're not going to get the opportunity to ask me back. I said, nigga, bye. Please go. So Fatima shows up, and Fatima's like, you know, the partners are waiting on you. And we know, ladies, men, y'all, I know y'all do it too, but ladies, we know how to run some interference when it comes to our girls. Oh, I can see, look at him. He trying to, let's let's go save him. We, we do that stuff. So that's all this was. You know, the partners are waiting on you was a ploy to get Andy to leave that situation. And so he was like, oh, so you going to play me, Fatima? And she was like, yeah, like you played me to roll you in that laundry chute up to Andy's apartment. I said, oh, well, sis, since you bought that up, time out. Let's dig in Fatima ass a little bit. I said, yes, sis, I remember that time. I remember that. And from my understanding of what I remember, Gary didn't play you. You played your damn self. Because when Andy went off on her like Fatima, why would you do that? And she was like, oh, he offered me money, and I need help paying off these student loans. I said, wait, wait, wait. But see, now that we know more of Fatima, sis, you ain't hurting for no damn money. People on social media love to talk about, oh, how Aaron, excuse me, how does Karen own the shop? Andy is a lawyer. Um, Sabrina is a supervisor as a bank, and Fatima's apartment look way better than theirs. Fatima been doing, um, what's that, what's that thing called? I was going to say sacred hearts. <laughs> that is not that damn name. What is, uh, chain breakers. So Fatima was doing chain breakers as well as her job at the law firm. So what was the real reason that Fatima helped out Gary? And I'm sure due to Tyler's writing, our asses would never find out, but I ain't going to lie from that moment. I know I have not trusted Fatima fully because I'm like, sis, how you, how you let this man talk you into doing this? And yeah, you said you got some money out of it, but mm, I've always looked at Fatima sideways ever since that moment. And when she brought it up, I said, oh, so now you're trying to put the blame on Gary when it was your ass who did it for money. Uh-huh, duly noted. So Karen, excuse me, so Andy and Fatima have a little girl power situation. It was like, boy, bye, and they walked away. Oh, Father, give us the strength. So we get to... Uh, I'm going to do, I'm just going to include Aaron, Karen, Pam, and Zach. So when Karen comes back to her shop, <laughs> that's empty as hell. But when Karen comes back to her shop, um, Aaron is there waiting on her. And, you know, he was like, he just wanted to come by and to make sure that she was okay. He wanted to see for himself. And instantly she was acting as if she didn't want him to be there. So, you know, basically she told Pam, like, you too close to us. So she basically dismissed her Karen. Pam went to Karen's office and she was like, Pam, close the door. So Pam does. And basically, you know, pretty much she was like, oh, like, what are you doing here? And blah, blah, blah. And for me, I could feel the dismissiveness spirit all over Karen. She didn't want um, Aaron there. And so he ends up leaving because he was basically he was like, so you want me to come like come see you tonight? And she was like, I'll call you. Now, mind you. Last episode, previous episode, 
Aaron was like, I could come and, you know, chill with you tonight. And so she was like, yeah, like, I would like that. So we've gone from, yes, come spend time with me to I'll call you. Now, unless this happened and we didn't see, I don't remember anybody inviting Karen to, um, I'm lying. Because, no, I, yeah. Danny has sent them all a group text. They called her except Karen. So yeah, she knows about the strip club. So, but now we're into that. Didn't say, well, you know, I made plans with the girls. So we just got to reschedule for tonight. She was just like, I'll call you. And I'm like, damn, he's been deduced to, I'll, I'll call you. So, excuse me, he walks out. So Pam comes out and she's basically like, you know, why did you brush him off? She was like, I, I'll admit I didn't really like him at first, but he's a good man and he's proven himself to be consistent. And I was like, look at Pam talking like she got some sense. I appreciated that moment. And I know she was like, and he's so, and he fine. And she was like, yeah, I know. Like, so girl, what's the problem? And she, I just wish he would have called first. Since when? Since when? I said, see, this the bull crap I don't like. When I give Karen some props about, yeah, she's sounding better, yeah. And then she do something like that. So it really, like, that character really just pisses me off because I'm like, I don't like the fact that she believes that she could continue to play yo-yo with Aaron's feelings. Like, either break it off completely and leave him the hell alone, or baby girl, get your shit together quickly because you are to me you're you're taking advantage of someone's feelings and I, I don't like stuff like that so homegirl tell can you watch the shop watch what ain't nothing in that a watch <laughs> you know what watch what Karen but anyway so Karen leaves so that's when I think the heifer went and got that darn pregnancy test when she walked out of there like that now let's um so let's get to Karen and Zach so Zach comes in because he's hot because Fatima has told him what has happened, what transpired between her and Karen. So he goes there and he's basically like, you know, what happened? And she was like, I just, I got mad. And he was like, for what? Basically like, what are you mad about? We are over. We are not together. Are we? And he's like, yes. Yes, we're over, Karen. We are not good for each other. And I'm like, you know, it's so amazing to me. It's so funny. I actually appreciate it. Zach's ability to be able to verbalize how he felt in a way that wasn't condescending or arrogant. I could really appreciate him in this moment because it's like, I don't, he was like, I don't know how, I don't know any other way to say it. It's over. Like, she was like, you love her. And he was like, you know, yeah. And then she was like, more than you love me. I said, what does that matter? And he was like, it's different. You know, it, it's different. And I just feel like we know as a, to me, I don't care who you like, what who you don't like. When Zach and Karen are in a room, DeVal and Ebony have really great chemistry. They have really great chemistry. And I could appreciate the emotional, um, the emotional manner in which Zach communicated. Now, we still ain't seen no damn tears. I'm, I'm going to let that go, Okay. I guess he got misty eyed, but we ain't seen nothing drop from the eyes. I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I gotta make the sun cry. He, I guess he a Jay Z up in this bitch, okay? But I could appreciate that. I really could. And Karen just did not want to hear. That's why people say, "Well, Andy should have told her." It didn't matter. It didn't matter what anyone said. Karen is not trying to hear that at all. She's not. And and I said this um, before about Karen 
having a difficult time understanding and coming to the reality that who she thought she would spend this forever with, it's not going to happen. Now, what really pissed me off about that is the fact that you got this other man, because she said, you think I want to love you, Zach? You think I want to keep doing this to Aaron? Yes, I do. Yes, as a a viewer and even as a fan, yes, Karen, I do believe you still want to hurt Aaron. I believe you want to do these things because if you did, if you did not want to, you wouldn't. And I think the fact that she actually is trying to involve Zach as a scapegoat as to why you're doing these things. Well, Zach, tell me how to stop. Tell me how to stop. He can't tell you how to stop. He can't tell you how to heal. He can't because in actuality, Zach is not healed either. Zach just got somebody else to preoccupy his time. And he does genuinely, I believe, has genuine feelings for Fatima. But the things, the, the very things that Karen was like she thought about concerning Zach, he told her, you know, I still think about those things too. But you involved with a whole nother woman who does not know the things that you're dealing with emotionally when it comes to Karen, which I believe is unfair. Now, what I could appreciate and respect is that if or when, if we ever see it, Zach and Fatima needs to have a conversation and he needs to be completely honest. In a sense, you are not over Karen. If you and Karen could make it work and be the best and you guys be your best selves with each other, he would be with Karen. But he know that's not possible. I think what they had was a real conversation and it was saddening that Karen could not come to that place because she was like, it's not over for me. And then she was like, "This you've never been this mean to, me be- mean to me before. And I said, mean? He's not being mean. He is not being mean. He's telling you, hey, this is where I am. This is where I want to be. And I need you to leave her out of it. And then Karen went to tit for tat. Did I not encourage you? Did I not do this? Did I not do that? And you did. You did all of those things. The difference is you didn't require much out of Zach. And I tell any woman this. I was telling my my friend this because she was mad at another woman because she was with a dude. He ain't do Jack because she didn't require him to do anything. This other young lady he was with, he got on his feet. He had purchased a house, got two new cars, gave her one. Like, you have to have an expectation in a relationship because if you don't, you will settle for anything that this other person is willing to give you. And that's what Karen did. So he was like, you know, it's over. We're done. Just leave a team out of it. She doesn't have anything to do with, with us. So as he's walking out, she was like, Zach, yeah, I'm pregnant. I said, this is t- typical. Typical. I don't think many of us were shocked about it. And this is my thing, right? It's been like seven to 10 days since um Karen and Zach had slept together and I think she slept with Aaron two days after okay um unless Karen has a biotic body how you know you pregnant sis and I did a video about this whole situation and I was like the only way that could be possible is if Tyler just don't give a damn about logic Tyler don't give a damn if stuff makes sense he says I'm going to fit what I want in these shows and y'all gonna believe it (laughs) it's like Wait a minute, sir. You know it's not possible. And then my thing is, why did you tell, why did you only tell Zach? Why didn't you tell, why didn't she tell Karen? I mean, Karen. Why didn't she tell Aaron? Zach is not the only person that she had sex with. We don't know if, we we damn sure don't know Connor was used when she had sex with Zach. And with Aaron, we don't know that. We don't know who this father is. And I said, I am not, I don't want to see 
a 36-year-old black woman struggling, don't know who the father is of her child. And I'm like, you know, for me, honestly, I'm like Tyler Perry. Did you wake up before you wrote the script for the third season and say, you know what? To hell with Karen. I'm going to make her life a living hell. Because in this third season, this woman has had her business has been attacked, her friendships, her romantic relationship, her financial stability, and now you give her a pregnancy storyline. I said, well, damn, whoever this woman is who Karen is loosely based off of, what the hell did she do to you, Tyler? Like, legit. I'm like, well, I didn't think it can get any worse for Karen, you know, seeing somebody commit, you know, suicide or whatnot. But now you're doing all of this to her as well. It's, it's, It's sad. It really is like, I don't give a damn how much you don't like a character. It's like, come on now, um, Tyler. Can this girl please see some some sunshine after this horrific storms you've brought into her life? It's crazy to me. Like, it's absolutely crazy. But I think that's everything that happened. You know what I'm saying? I'll do some more videos throughout the week um, about this entire video because a lot of people are in their feelings right now, in their feels, and I get it, and I understand it. But we got to know who we're dealing with with this writer called Tyler Perry. We just got to. So I appreciate you guys for listening, for taking the time out. And until next time, I will holler at y'all later. Until then, y'all be safe out there.